If you're getting ready to retire, you're probably wondering, am I going to be okay? Is my money going to last? I'm Charlotte Jessup, and today my guest and colleague, Parker Thompson, will talk about the risks and concerns facing today's retirees. Welcome to the SFS Power Up Wealth Podcast, where we provide impactful insight and expert opinions on timeless financial principles and timely investment topics, preparing you to make smarter decisions with your money. Parker, thank you for joining me today. Thanks for having me. Parker Thompson is part of our wealth management team, and he helps people as they design retirement plans and prepare for the future. Parker, why are people wondering if they're going to be okay? I think more and more retirees are worried if their money's going to last or if they're going to be okay. And they ask that question a lot more in, in our meetings because of the risks that are posed uh, you know, for retirees nowadays. It seems like more and more challenges are coming up for them in that they're more and more worried about if they're going to make their money last, if they're going to be able to live the lifestyle that they want in retirement. That makes sense, especially since the number one thing that's changing is longevity. People are living longer and longer, and we have many clients living into their 90s and up to 100. And it's a lot different situation than planning till you're 80. Yeah. uh, With the expected lifespan of a retiree only lasting about 10 to 15 years, that was not so long ago. To be able to maintain a really good relaxing retirement for only 10 or 15 years was a fairly easy task with the nest eggs that people had. But now we're looking more at 25, 30, and even longer years, people living into their 90s and hundreds. That's a long time to spend your money. Yeah. Especially if you're retiring at, you know, 60 or in your 60s at some point, that's that's a longer time to to stretch that money out and try to make it work for you. So share with us some of the things you've identified as concerns and and how to address them. I looked at retirement and I thought, what are the main antagonists that could really derail a retirement? What are the main risks and, and challenges that could that could really throw off a plan that we see that we have to plan against, right? That we have to somehow combat. I've gotten just kind of an overview uh, and listed a few, but bear markets uh, are one of them, sequence of returns we've heard before, and the power of losses. There's There's a lot more and they all kind of mix well together, but there's just a few of those things and inflation too that we've seen even most recently last year. Those are buzzwords that we're starting to hear that I think not a lot of people are realizing that they can really affect their retirement. So let's talk a little bit about bear markets because everyone's a little bit concerned now. Are we, have we been in a bear market? Are we headed into a bear market? What's going on? That has been one of the buzzwords or one of the headlines that you've seen a lot is, are we on a bear market? It's not necessarily the matter of if we're in a bear market now or if we're not that affects your retirement. It's how many bear markets are you going to go through during your retirement and how long are they going to last? We've seen historically that bear markets are very stubborn and they last longer than we think. The typical bear market usually is about 19 years. And a typical bull market or a good positive market is only 11. Your bear markets are typically longer than your bulls. And uh, your losses during that time are usually just longer and sustained. And it's harder to come back from those losses, right? So bear markets can just be a, a consistent thing that comes every once in a while. And being able to make it out of each bear market without losing a lot of your money and keeping your portfolio intact, that's the challenge. 
I can see why that can be challenging, especially if you're drawing on your money and, and we're in one of those bear market situations. It's very disconcerting to see that your maybe your high watermark of where your portfolio had been comes down and you're also drawing your money out. That's really concerning for yeah. retirees. Yeah. What, what we've seen is that each bear market happens every seven years, right? So like we talked about the longevity of retirees, you only had to weather one or two you know, of these bear markets in, in your retirement life. But now that if they're happening every seven years and they're lasting a longer time and the typical drop in in the market is uh, just over 39%, then that's a big drop that happens every seven years, right? On average. And to happen to have that happen multiple times, if you're in your retiring ages for 25 to 30 years, that can be intimidating. Seems like you'd probably have to have a plan to prepare for that. Right. Yeah, you'd want to mitigate losses as much as possible and be able to sustain through those years, right? If you have those bumpy years in the bear market, you want to be able to protect your assets during that time. But then you also don't want to be so protective that during those bull years, that short 11-year stint, right, where the market gains very, very drastically, you want to make sure that you're still in and participating and invested. So that deals a lot with what you'd mentioned earlier, sequence of return risk. Explain that to our listeners. Sequence of return risk is just the chance of your portfolio losing heavily in the first years of retirement sequentially. So if you have a, a really bad first couple of years and a rough couple of years in the market in your retirement, if you're drawing on those assets on a monthly basis and you're using that to live on, it's harder to come back if you're losing value on those dollars, right? Whereas if you're contributing in your years where you're leading up to retirement, you're buying stocks or the market or whatever funds you're buying at a discount each time so they can grow back. In this point, if you're taking money from your account, it's harder to gain back because you're not buying back into the market. You're taking it out at a loss and you're just using that as income. And so if you have too many years right off of the bat at the beginning of your retirement, you're subject to running out of money a lot quicker. I can understand that. If it doesn't have an opportunity to bounce back if it's gone. Yeah. If you no longer own the shares or the investment. And, you know, people have faced sequence of return risk that I remember during my career after the dot-com bubble from 2000 through 2003, again in the Great Recession from 2007, 8, and through part of 2009. Those were some disconcerting years where people who are taking money out of their accounts, especially if they just are newly retired, it was really hard emotionally for them to stay invested. Yeah, there was a lot of people that saw that 50% drop in their portfolio right when they retired during those years. And there were some that decided they couldn't retire. They had a plan for a decade that they were going to retire at a certain age, and it happened to fall in one of those 2000s or 2008 years. And they decided, hey, my portfolio is not actually going to make it. My plan has now been shrunk because of the the loss in the market. And so I, we have to put off retirement. I have to work another five years or so. And this is because that that's sequence of returns risk can really affect someone. And these are risks that can be addressed in advance in a plan. So you're prepared. So you don't face that decision of, am I going back to work? To look at the numbers, if you wanted any motivation to do it, we've just run a couple scenarios, right? Just to point out how drastic this can be. Uh, and we started with, you know, just a, a small dollar amount of 250000 for a retiree, a proposed 250000 And we saw that, you know, if you take the average annual return and it was, you know, if the market wasn't choppy and it wasn't volatile, we all wish that that was the case, 
if you just took that average 7% return, that it would slowly grow and then it would hit a peak and then it would start to draw down, but you would never run out of money for 30 years. But if you had really good early returns, right, which is what we all wish we we could have, right, then that before though grows, grows and grows up until you're finished with retirement, right? The bad case scenario or the worst case scenario or, or a likely scenario is when you have early returns that are negative or not so good. And in that case, we actually see that the money runs out about 10 years earlier than we expected at age 81, right? And so if we think about people that are living longer, if you have those first couple of years, like a 2000 to 2003 or 2008 recession, and you have those losses, all of a sudden your retirement's cut by 10 years or even more if it's worse. And so if we take that into account, you want to have a plan in place. Like you said, you want to have measures that that basically limit some of the losses or limit the volatility of the market in those early years to prepare you for the longevity of retirement. And that's one thing that we do. We, we look at something called volatility or another way to put that is uh, standard deviation. And if the market is going to lose a certain amount, we want to be less than that. We want to lose less, right? We want to protect the account. And there's multiple ways that we can do that. But just managing risk and making sure we're not fully exposed to the market is is a very general way to look at that. How does our lifetime income planning address sequence of return risk? Uh, The nuts and bolts of it is we're not just putting all of our money into one aggressive account. Even though that aggressive account is going to grow for us long term and sustain retirement in the later years, we can't have it all aggressively invested right off the bat. Otherwise, if the market does drop drastically, then your account drops drastically and you run into this sequence of returns risk. That's why we have different accounts and different buckets that we put the money into that are less risky. We have conservative, we have moderate, and we have you know some that are more growth-minded and, and some that are more income-driven. If we space our money out between those accounts, we accomplish that mitigating of standard deviation or that mitigating of volatility, right? So there's less ups and downs. It's more steady. We don't lose as much. We sometimes don't gain as much, but we're we're gaining all that we need to basically withstand to the end of our retirement, if that makes sense. It does. And I think it makes sense to clients because it gives them an emotional backdrop to help protect them from wanting to get out of the market, knowing that some of my money is very conservative. There's Here's the money I'm going to live on right away. It's protected. It's safe. I don't have to worry about what's going on in the market. And it allows my money that's in the market to continue to grow, even with volatility. Even if I'm losing now, I know that market trends over time, I'm going to win. Yeah, you can keep basically compartmentalizing that I have my money in my long-term account that I will pull on later in my years that can grow, right? That has lost a lot of money or that has dropped a little bit, but it'll come back. The money that is safe and conservative now that you're pulling on, you can pull on it on a monthly basis at ease, right? Your, your mind is at ease that this money's okay. It hasn't lost that much, right? It'd be a different story if your account lost 50% and it was half the retirement and you were still pulling money from it each month. You would, you'd start to get worried and maybe not want to pull as much as you used to and your lifestyle would change. And these are all factors that we think of. And so we want people to be able to enjoy retirement and, and be relaxed. And alleviate some of those worries. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Parker, we have a lot more to talk about. We're going to do this as a two-part series. So I appreciate your time. Thank you for joining me today. Thanks, Charla. Thank you for joining the Power Up Wealth podcast. Spend the financials located at 102 South, 200 East, Suite 100 in Salt Lake City, Utah, 84111. Call us today at 800-748-4788. You can also find us on the web at smedleyfinancial.com. 
Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. The views expressed are Smedley Financials and should not be construed directly or indirectly as an offer to buy or sell any securities or services mentioned herein. Investing is subject to risks, including loss of principal invested. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. No strategy can assure a profit nor protect against loss. Please note that individual situations can vary. Therefore, the information should only be relied upon when coordinated with individual professional advice. Securities offered through Securities America, Inc., member FINRA, SIPSI, Roger M. Smedley, Charlotte J. Jessup, James R. Derrick, Shane P. Thomas, Michael B. Ani, Jordan R. Hadfield, Registered Representatives. Investment Advisor Representatives of Smedley Financial Services, Inc. Advisory Services offered through Smedley Financial Services, Inc. Smedley Financial Services, Inc. and Securities America are separate entities. (music) 